This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. What's good, people? It's the NBC Podcast with your boy, S. McCann. And this is episode 56 equals week 8 review. And then this week, we got that dub, a hard-fought game in the division against the Washington Commanders. Swept them. We knew as Eagles fans that this game would be a tough game because Washington, they do play us hard every time. Eric Bieniemy, I guess he has our defensive coordinator's number because he lit the defense up this game. And so in this pod, I break down who look good on offense, who look good on defense, really nobody, and our next week's matchup against the Dallas Cowboys. So sit back and relax. Let's get it. Eagles week eight review of the 2023 NFL season. We got that dub. Against those Washington Commanders. This game. Was a tough game. Because it was a divisional game. The Washington Commanders. They always play us tough. It doesn't matter. If we go down to Washington. It doesn't matter if they're up here in Philly. They give us a tough game. Their offense. They have a new offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy. He was lighting us up. And I understood why he took that Washington job. Because he's going to be the next head coach of the Washington Commanders. In this game, the defense made two critical stops this whole game. The interception by Blankenship. And then the sack on fourth down by Hassan Reddick. That was needed. Both turnovers were needed. Offensively, this was Jalen Hurts' best game of the season. And he's hurt. Offensively. We have the best receiver in the National Football League on our team. He's unstoppable. A.J. Brown was player of the month. 40 catches, 700 yards, five touchdowns in the month of October. 
He's unstoppable. Off the line, you can't press him. He can go deep. You can be on him. And like he says, he's always open. Strong at the point of attack. He can catch any ball. Soft hands. Catches the ball with his hands, not his body. Control coming down with the ball. Dragging his feet. He he does everything. There's no one better than him right now. Tyreek Hill, he's second in the league right now. How A.J. Brown is just commanding how he's demanding the ball. And when it comes to him, he's making the plays. Player of the month, NFC player of the month. And in this game, he was killing the secondary. They doubled them, still caught the ball, caught a touchdown. Played off of them, slanting them up. Played on them, hitting them with the routes. Hitting them with stutters and goes and all type of stuff. Come on, man, you can't do nothing with them. What you going to do with them? I'm going to get to the offense, how you stop it, how can you stop it, are you going to stop it later in the pod, but you can't stop it right now, especially when Jalen Hurts is playing like this. Player of the week this week, cooking them. The best number from this week on Jalen Hurts' stats is zero interceptions. That's the best stat. When you're not giving the ball to the other team, he did have a fumble. If it's on him, if it's on the center, if it's on the guard, I don't know. But not throwing interceptions, that's the key. And in this game, cooking them. 29 of 38, 319 yards, four TDs. DeAndre Swift, we ain't need to run it. And a lot of people are saying, oh, we need to run more. We need to run more. But if you almost scored 50 points, we could have scored 50 points. You got to keep on doing what's working. If they can't stop it, why do something else? There will be no point. DeAndre Swift has 16 carries, 57 yards, one touchdown. A.J. Brown, eight receptions, 130 yards, two TDs, smoking them, smoking them. Kenny Gamewell had two carries, a negative four yards. Come on, man. Devontae Smith. Seven receptions, 99 yards, 14.1 yards of reception. Like I said, A.J. Brown was out there. 16.2 yards of reception, two TDs. Dallas Goddard got in the mix. Four receptions, 36 yards. Nine yards of reception. Kenneth Gainwell, five receptions, 30 yards. Six yards of reception. Dump it down to the back. 
And that boy Julio got one reception, but in that reception, touchdown. Big Julio. At this point, we would think that teams will try to shut something down in this offense. But the Eagles did this last year. They showcased A.J. Brown. And teams tried to double team him. Put a safety over the top. And then the Eagles <clears throat> killed them with Devontae Smith. With Dallas Goddard. And now... With Devontae Smith, you have to worry about him. So will a team then designate a safety over to A.J. Brown? Now you're going to have a mismatch over the middle or on the other side because one-on-one, Devontae Smith won't be cooking people. Then you got DeAndre Swift. Coming out the backfield or singled up on a linebacker. And then Dallas Goddard going to be singled up on a linebacker or a nick. Like, it, it's so many things where when you got the quarterback rolling like he is, Jalen is on a roll right now, throwing the ball, placing it. So you can try to take something away. He's not one of those players where you take that first look or the dominant player on the outside, which is A.J. Brown. You take him away, he's going to find other people. So how are you going to play it? You stop the run. They're just going to pass on you. You put eight in a box. He's going to eat it up. You drop seven or eight. They're just going to run it. Like the balance of this team on what they can do on offense, sometimes it's unstoppable. And the only thing this year that has been hurting the Eagles is play calling and turnovers. That's it. And them not playing up to the standard that they want to play up to. Other than that, once the play calling start getting right and and then them not turning over the ball, they're moving the ball with ease down the field. So I want to talk about this defensive secondary. Last game, the linebackers played pretty good, but the secondary was leaky out there. Paper thin. Everybody. In the secondary didn't play well. And I think it was because they have a new face. Kevin Byard. He just came to the team. They didn't want to give him too much to think about. And they just played a vanilla defense. Which is cool. The week before against Miami, you shut Miami down. This week. Washington, they do have good receivers, good tight ends, and all of that, but I don't know. Coming Sunday, Dallas week, 
you got to come and play. This game right here is not a must win. But if you do win, you got a two-game lead in the NFC. And you really leading the division at this point in the NFC East. If you can get this win, then going on a bye, get everybody healthy, then come back. Because we have some formidable teams that we have to play. We come back off the bye. Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys again, Seahawks. And then the last three games is bottom feeders. Giants, Cardinals, and Giants again. But if you can get this win against Dallas, you're setting your team up. And you'll have the same record as last year after nine games. But you'll have a two-game lead over Dallas for the division. What this team needs to worry about is winning the division. You worry about winning the division, and then those games at the end or those games against the Chiefs and the Bills, you can get those. But just worry about winning the division and then look back and say, okay, now we can try to get that number one seed. Because if you win against the Cowboys, come off the bye, win against the Chiefs, win against the Bills, and then win against the 49ers, you setting yourself up. Right there. You good. And then you can split with the Cowboys. Beat the Seahawks. And then now you looking at that number one seed. To see where you at. But. One game at a time. And if we can beat these Cowgirls, Cowboys, whatever you want to have it. You'll be setting yourself up good in the NFC. Because the 49ers, they got three losses. And ain't nobody saying nothing about the 49ers. Now they want to make excuses. Oh, they got Brock Purdy. He's a seventh round pick. He's this, he's that. Oh, he don't have his number one receiver. He don't have his left tackle. Come on. Everybody want to make excuses when you don't win. I said it in the beginning of the year. I didn't think that Brock Purdy can make the tight window throws. And the 49ers have a gimmicky offense where they do a lot of misdirection and delusion at the line of scrimmage that some of the players are wide open. You can hit that window. But can you throw in a window that is tight with people on them? No. I don't think so. But even when you make mistakes as a quarterback, can you overcome that? Not in those games that they lost. Now, don't get me wrong. How they constructed their team is defense. That's a defensive team. They just want a game manager that can manage the game. And that's cool. You can have that. But in this league right now, You need a top-tier quarterback. 
Because these teams are scoring. So who knows where the 49ers record will be when we play them. We don't know. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully that game will matter. But it might not. Cam Jurgens came back off the injured reserve list. The 21-day window is open. He won't play this game. But that's an encouraging sign because Sua Apeta was garbage. Getting smoked out there. He got hurt during the, this commander's game. And the rookie Tyler Steen came in. And that dude is strong. He did a good job with his six snaps and they scored. But the one thing during that drive, the quarterback was clean. Quarterback wasn't running for his life. So I hope this game, Tyler Steen starts at guard. Because we're going to need a stout, big, strong dude against that Dallas line. They got one of the best lines in the league. We know that. Nothing happened at the trade deadline for the Eagles. We did a big trade with Kevin Byard, and I think he's going to have a big game against Dallas this week. I really do. And reviewing this Dallas game, like I said in the beginning, this is a game that if we do win, it sets us apart in the NFC East. If we lose... We still a game above. But if we win, it sets us apart in the NFC East and in the NFC. So we have to win these NFC games. But it's going to be a tough battle. It's a division game. We're at home. And I know our boys going to come to play for real. Parsons. Has his podcast and he want all the Dallas fans to come in the Eagles stadium and have it packed. Yo, you know that ain't happening. You already know that ain't happening. But nice try. Dallas offense. If we can stop the run and make them one dimensional and throwing the ball, that's in our favor. And I really think that the secondary will come to play. This game. They will. And if you make Dallas. One dimensional. Dak will make mistakes. He will. But. We could get the Dak. That's rolling. Who knows. But. This offense. To carry the defense this whole year. It might happen. They might have to carry him. And everybody is all upset. Oh, man, the defense this, the defense that. Offense in this league wins games. Offense in the NFL wins games. Offense beats good defense every time. Did y'all not watch the Super Bowl last year? I guess y'all forgot about the Super Bowl last year. If anybody has any problem with the Eagles defense or defense in general, 
secondary play and all of that. The rules is set up for offense. But last year, no defense was played in the Super Bowl. 38-35. Do you guys remember that? Pat Mahomes on that last drive. But, like I said, good teams adjust during the game. The passing game was not working for Kansas City. What did they lean on? The running game. Your team has to be equipped to make adjustments and do other things other than just throw, throw, throw. That's what makes good teams great. The Eagles. They're set up to throw the ball. Everybody's mad about we're not running, we're not... The Eagles, is not, they can run the ball, but they're set up to be a passing team. They paid A.J. Brown $100 million. They paid Jalen Hurts $250 million. They draft Devontae Smith. They got Dallas Goddard. They put money into the offensive line. That's not to run the ball. They're not paying not one running back over $5 million. So they're not a running team. They're a passing team that can run. But, yes, you do have to be balanced in the NFL, and the Eagles can be balanced. But when you are paying your top two players the most Money on the team, darn there. And one is a receiver and one is a quarterback. You're going to throw the ball. Now, I can see if they had a Christian McCaffrey or another back that they're paying all of this money, they might be running the ball. But they traded for DeAndre Swift, a seventh round pick. He's talented. And they have been running him, but they're not going to run him into the ground and all of that. They could because, oh, we're not paying you money or whatever, but they're not going to do that. They're paying A.J. Brown $100 million. They're paying Jalen Hurts $250 million. They're paying Lane Johnson top tackle money. They just gave... Jordan Malata, top tackle money. Dickerson is a top guard, all pro guard. The center, you paying him top center money. Left guard, just left to get money. And now we have rookie second year players in that role. But the Eagles put money into the offensive line. We've been a passing team since Andy Reid. That's the Eagles. This week, we got to get that dub. And I'm pretty sure and I'm confident that we will, but it will be a tough game. That's all we've been playing, tough games all season. We've been coming out victorious. So with that, people, it's a wrap. One.
like it. So that was episode 56, Eagles Week 8 Review. Yes, this week we did get the dub, but the secondary did not look good. And then what happens is if the secondary doesn't look good, then the rest of the team on defense can't do their job. But a bright spot this week was the best receiver in the game, A.J. Brown. What are you going to do with him? Nothing. Breaking records. His name is in the record books with six games consecutively over 125 yards. Come on, man. Bright spot. Jalen Hurts getting it together. But this week, we're going to need a team effort to take down those Cowboys. And you do have to respect the opponent. But we all know this week, we hate Dallas. But with that, I know we're going to come out with this win. And so with that, people, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One. Make sure you go listen to all old and new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms. And please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel.